Welcome to Words, Words, Words. This is your host, Robert Tinajero. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about information and more importantly, misinformation about the coronavirus epidemic. Hopefully everybody out there is staying safe and healthy and following um, instructions as far as social distancing and washing hands and all of that stuff. Uh, It's a crazy, crazy time right now. Uh, but this podcast focuses on rhetoric and discourse, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the um, information and misinformation that is out there uh, concerning the coronavirus and the whole epidemic. Specifically, I want to talk about some of the messaging that we're getting from the federal government and specifically, once again, from uh, our president, uh, Donald Trump. And so... If you have been paying attention to his commentary regarding the coronavirus um, since uh, mid-January until about mid-February, the president was downplaying through some of the things he was saying in press conferences uh, and in interviews, downplaying the seriousness of the coronavirus. And so... We can see this in a couple of ways. One way might be to see that he was trying to not panic and get people to panic and get the markets to panic. Um, but we can also see it another way, which is is looking at it as him trying to protect his poll numbers, uh, which are directly connected to uh, how people feel about how the government is... Uh, protecting us from the virus and so some of the statements that he made one of them which I thought was the most um, I'll put it interesting is when he said that the whole coronavirus epidemic would just you know kind of wash over like a miracle um, which was pretty ridiculous looking back Uh, he was also talking about how at some point there were only 15 uh, Americans with the virus and how that would probably be down to zero pretty soon. And so what's interesting about this whole, uh, this whole situation and how the president has been talking about it, um, he seems to constantly be saying things that aren't um, totally factual or are uh, exaggerations. Um, So, for example, just I believe today or yesterday, he was talking about a combination of two drugs that um, could possibly help people that get the coronavirus. Uh, But then when uh, Dr. Fauci, the the medical uh, scientific expert, talked about it, he said, you know, that that there is no scientific proof at this point um, that those drugs can really have any effect on somebody that gets coronavirus. And so uh, I don't want to spend too much time on a lot of the details, but as I always do, I ask my listeners to think about the effects that the president's rhetoric can have um, when when he's addressing the the country and giving us information uh, about what is going on and what is going on with the 
um, the efforts to combat the, the, uh, the pandemic. Uh, something else I wanted to talk a little bit about was the president's kind of insistence on calling the coronavirus the Chinese virus. And so he has been doing this pretty consistently over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and, and once again, there's a couple of ways to see this. Some people say, well, um, it looks like it started in, in China. And so why not refer to it as a Chinese virus if that's where it originated? Um, but other people, and I fall on this side, I don't understand the need to label this virus which is called the coronavirus that leads to COVID-19, why insist on labeling it with a country's name? Uh, first of all, that's not scientifically accurate. But secondly, it seems like the president and whoever is using that term is trying to purposely you know, put some blame for the disease on a specific group of people. Uh, and, and I know there was a reporter a few days ago that um, asked Trump, like, well, is it, is it racist to call Chinese food Chinese food, right? But I don't think that is a good comparison at all, right? You know, um, Chinese food comes from China, and somebody could say, well, the virus comes from China, so why can't you do the same thing? But when you're trying to kind of purposely um, label uh, a group of people with what is going on with this devastating virus, uh, I think that is not a good thing to do, right? We, we don't do that in a lot of other situations when, you know, something might originate in, in a state or a country or something like that, um, especially if it's having negative effects, you know, that, that, that's not something I think that is good because it can lead to people, um, reacting either negatively or doing bad things to people, right? We already have enough of an issue in this country with uh, hate crimes and racism, and I don't understand why the president would want to continually use that term just to, in some ways, kind of egg on stereotyping or hatred to a group of people. Um, I was reading an article that talked about how this has been done many times in the past where, you know, uh, a flu in Europe, you know, uh, decades ago that was killing some people. Some people wanted to call it the Polish flu or Polish people wanted to label it the French flu or the Italian flu, right? Because they're just trying to, to label a country or a group of people as, as the people that uh, are causing this suffering and what's interesting is one of those stuck right with the Spanish flu um, according to this article people don't even know exactly where that flu originated but Spain was the best at kind of recording instances of the flu and so because they did the best recording about it it kind of got labeled as the Spanish flu um, and then the last thing I want to talk about on this episode uh, is examples of information or misinformation that are out there concerning the um, this coronavirus uh, epidemic pandemic um, and what I mean by that is I, I imagine all of you are uh, like me if, especially if we're on social media we're seeing people post all sorts of articles or 
these text threads or these audio files. I just got an audio file uh, from a couple of family members a day or two ago where it's some doctor that's claiming to be from, um, I forget what island, and they're talking about this kind of secretive information that Chinese uh, scientists have and they're not letting people know all the full details about that. And, and to be fair, you know, some of that information might be true, might be accurate, but, you know, it, it's, it's this audio file, this person talking, you know, they give a name, but it's impossible to know if it's that person, if this is factual information. Um, I saw on Instagram uh, last week this supposed self-test you could give yourself to see if you have coronavirus if, uh, you know holding your breath for 10 seconds and if you don't cough then you're fine um, and all sorts of other things that have to do with the virus and how you can get it or on on what surfaces or um, ways that you can uh, kill the virus and all of these kind of home remedies and all of this information about how uh, how it is spreading or isn't spreading and then conspiracy theories and all of this stuff. So uh, what, what I would love is for you as a listener, if you want to interact with the podcast on social media, uh, to, to let me know what are some of these um, pieces of information or misinformation that you have seen or gotten on, on social media or, or other places. Um, so that's today's episode, quick episode. Hope everybody's staying healthy. Uh, I will try to do um, episodes a little more frequently now that, you know, I'm uh, quarantined at home like everybody should be. Uh, I have a little more time on my hands, and so I'll try to get uh, another episode out soon. So take care of yourselves. Uh, follow us on social media, on Instagram. Twitter, uh, Facebook. Have a great day.